Hello everyone, welcome to Frequency and Lifestyle, part three. In this podcast, I talk about the transformative power of sound for healing on a physical, emotional, mental and spiritual level. In ancient times, as early as 5,000 years ago, they understood that vibration was a universal force through which everything was created. And they developed specific tools, chants and tones for healing and for achieving altered states of consciousness. The ancient Egyptians used vowel sound chants in healing because they believed vowels were sacred. Tibetan monks work with conch shell, brass horn, metal singing bowls and gong to take them into higher states of consciousness. Many of these tools are still used today by shamanic cultures. Our bodies contain energy frequencies. We spoke about how each part of the body has a different frequency, which all balance together as a whole, personal, resonant frequency, a bit like an orchestra. But if one organ goes out of balance, then, like an orchestra, it comes out of harmony. But sonic frequencies can be used to retune these energies when they go off-key. All you have to do is lie down and bask in the vibration of pure sound and your body's own intelligence system will select the necessary vibrations to tune back into harmony. When I'm talking about sound here, I'm not talking about what we call music. It's sound produced in varying individual frequencies or a wide range of frequencies produced together plus the intention of the facilitator and patient to allow these sounds to bring them into balance. I can't stress the importance of intention here, as the sounds don't have the same effect otherwise. These sound healing tools and frequencies are of three types. First, we've got generated frequencies at various hertz or waves per second, which potentially match organs in the body. They can be either within or out with our own hearing spectrum. Our hearing is only capable of perceiving between 20 and 20,000 hertz. Sounds outside that can't be heard by our ears but they can still affect our body. Remember, a dog can hear a high-pitched whistle, which we can't hear. There is a general list of frequencies at which each organ vibrates. Although there are differences between human beings, depending on their own signature frequency. And when the sound is directed to that organ with intention then it can bring healing to the patient. Also listening to certain frequencies, especially with binaural beats, 
which synchronise the brain and put us into a deep state of relaxation or altered state. Now these can truly relax us and bring about emotional change and harmony. As an example, let's look at 432 hertz frequency. Now, 432 hertz heightens perception, increases mental clarity and unlocks your intuition. It has also been proven to be a healing frequency because it reduces anxiety, lowers the heart rate and blood pressure. Now, 528 hertz is the miracle frequency known as the DNA repair frequency. And it's the bioenergy of health. And it's been proven that 528 is essential to the sacred geometry of circles and spirals, consistent with DNA structuring and hydrosonic restructuring. That's why 528 Hz is also known as the DNA repair frequency. And it's also known as the love frequency as it resonates at the heart of everything and connects your body, mind and spirit to the divine. There are lots and lots of examples of these frequencies for meditation, relaxation and deep sleep all over YouTube. Number two, frequencies created through an instrument, like for instance, crystal or metal bowls, chimes, gong, the conch shell or the human voice. From very ancient times, tools were created to bring about both healing and altered state. The shamans would use them to move into trance state and journey to the other realms to seek guidance for the tribe. Or the monks, Tibetan, Gregorian, Buddhist, would use them to be in deeper communion with the divine, with God, or with the deities. No matter which medium is chosen, there's usually a range of frequencies produced together, which don't produce pleasant harmonies, but instead create overtones, which are close pitches that are powerful for clearing stuck energy in the body, which can block meridians and thus starve an organ of energy. These overtones can blast it away and allow the meridian back into a flow of good chi or energy. Now, gong baths. Now, that's my own special practice. Gong bath means relaxing and being bathed in sound waves. And these are extremely popular today as a tool of healing and relaxation in this chaotic, busy world. A gong played properly produces an expansive range of frequencies, tones and harmonics. And through entrainment, Remember, that's the process through which a frequency will cause another to gradually fall into synchronicity with it. So through entrainment, the cells of the body 
select the necessary vibrations to free up a blockage and fall back into harmony. Metal bowls have a similar ability and this is because they are alloys made of different metals like copper, tin, nickel, silver, etc., which all vibrate at different frequencies when struck with a mallet, causing a cacophony of overtones and sounds. Now, this may sound like chaos, but it is actually releasing and deeply healing and relaxing. And the human voice can also create pitches and sounds as well as overtones if the practitioner is trained, which when sung over the body of a patient will bring back alignment and possibly bring healing. Now there's a big difference between numbers one and two. Number one, we're talking about listening. So that's like listening to a recording through either headphones or a speaker. But being present in the room with the instruments is listening and feeling. Listening is useful, yes, and can bring one into a deeply relaxed state of inner contemplation and even altered state. But being in the actual presence of the instrument of sound means you can actually feel the vibrations running through the body, often even feel it in your organs and bones. And there's also the intention of the gong or bowl player, which is a very, very powerful force. Working with someone in this way also means you can allow yourself to go much, much deeper, perhaps even journeying, as you are safe and you are being looked after. And lastly, using your own voice for, low, for vocal toning. This is by far the most powerful tool, either alone or in a group. Our own voices are actually the ultimate healing tool. And when we generate frequencies or sound waves within our own body, with intention... It is deeply healing. Our bodies are 70% water and sound vibrations travel through water. Emotions and thoughts are also charged with energy. And so this combination is what makes sound healing so powerful. And when we make our own tone or sound it truly vibrates the cells of our body and literally tunes them up. Singing brings us happiness and joy, but sounding is a deeper practice. Toning is not supposed to be a pretty sound. It's creating a sound which has the ability to bring energy to and vibrate the body and the chakras which are the energy centres located up the spine. Each of us may have a different pitch, 
But the main thing is that when we make the sound, we direct it to that specific chakra and intend for it to free up the chakra, which then energizes the organ that it's related to. The lower chakras have lower pitched sounds and the upper chakras higher sounds. I do this every morning as a super wake up for my body. And you can learn to do this too. Check it out on my new Facebook page, Frequency and Lifestyle, just created to support this podcast. I've uploaded some instructional self-toning videos and I'll share some more information there. And make sure you like, follow and subscribe to see new posts. Now, toning is externalising the sound, but humming is internalising the sound and it acts like an inner sonic massage. The vibration of the hum really affects the cells of the body, reducing stress, bringing calmness and helping sleep. This is probably the most powerful tool and has too many benefits to even mention here such as it increases the oxygen in the cells, reduces blood pressure, improves circulation, and releasing endorphins, bringing tranquility. Humming is easy, it's quiet, it's not intrusive, and it can be practiced anywhere. Try humming for three to four minutes at bedtime and watch how your sleep improves. And direct your humming to different areas of the body, using lower sounds for the tummy area and higher sounds for the chest and head. Keep your lips loose and experiment changing the shape of your mouth and where your tongue is. Everyone can do it, so just give it a try. I hope some of these things have been useful and that you give them a little try out. Find a local gong bath to attend. Search YouTube for some toning practices and just hum or tone when you remember during your day to bring you back into alignment if you get stressed. Big changes happen with little adjustments, so never say never. In the next podcast, I'm going to look at colour frequency and how it can help you in your career, your finances and your health. Thank you for listening and please do share, please rate and please do subscribe. Bye bye.